Hey everybody, it is Trani Unicorn here to introduce Amelia. She is this episode's uh, interview. She is one of my friends that I have made in the sexual sex positive lifestyle. And uh, I met her because she showed up to the club one day on her own as a single woman after being inspired by seeing my TikToks of all things. So she had saw some TikToks where I talked about going to the sex club and she's like, holy shit, I live in Toronto. I didn't know about this. Uh, she actually goes into more detail here than you've ever heard her before. She talks about how she grew up in a bit of a religious background. She grew up with a Muslim and Pakistani household and how, you know, foreign the idea of talking about sex openly was for most of her life. And so she's in this new, what she calls awakening, the journey um, that most people talk about when they, you know, find the lifestyle has, it has really hit Amelia the same way. Uh, one of my favorite parts of this interview is when she talks about when she found me at the sex club and she said it was like uh the light was like beaming down on me and I had like a halo and it was just like I, I as, as somebody who who has never been in the public eye before it's nice to see how people see me we talk about how Amelia joined the lifestyle which is only about like six months ago now we talk about how her friends joined the lifestyle after she went on her own came back you know and reported good things this interview goes in a lot of directions and you get to see kind of Amelia's inner mind, inner world, and how she personally found herself in the lifestyle, which she even admits she at one point thought was gross. Okay. So she's very honest and she admits that this lifestyle looked foreign to her from the outside and she had, you know, preconceived ideas just like a lot of people do. So I hope that you find this interview uh, engaging and interesting. Uh, I know you will. Amelia is a fascinating lady, the green haired goddess. I like to call her. So without further ado, here's my interview with Amelia. Hey everybody. It is Serena Unicorn here with a very special virtual guest. Hi, it's Amelia. So she's still blurred on here, but you get her uh, beautiful silhouette and beautiful flowing green hair. So we're chilling. Um, we're just having a little virtual hangout and we wanted to make a little video. So uh, we are completely unscripted because that's how we roll. But I'm ready to ask Amelia some things, okay? So Amelia joined the lifestyle a few months ago, August, I believe, yep. right? So it's now January, 2023. Mm -hmm. So she has uh, been in for, you know, a few months. Now, she started out being straight, from what I remember, yeah. right? You were in a monogamous relationship for a long yeah. time, right? Did you ever plan to become a swinger? No, never. So I want to hear the, your onboarding story for the video of how you actually became a swinger. Not just the piece that involves me, but all of it. What were the things that kind of led, the dominoes, so to speak, that led you here? So I was in a very, very vanilla marriage. And um, what does vanilla marriage mean to to the okay, audience? Okay, so I'd say vanilla as in sexual. So like just missionary style, or like was there like anal, like no kinks, you know? no fetishes, just okay. straight sex, um, okay. oral sometimes, mostly intercourse. Um, okay. And then so when I got out of the marriage, I was like, you know, I'm still, I have this urge, I still want to be pleased sexually. I don't know what I'm into. I don't know what I like. I already am familiar with the vanilla. I kind of wanted to try other things, at least once, to say that I tried it. Maybe I like it, maybe I don't like it. Do you think your divorce pushed you enough? Was that the push? I think so. Oh, totally, totally. Because if I didn't yeah. get divorced, honestly, when I was married, I would look at when I would hear like, oh, they're swingers or like they, you know, like they share or like they're in a polyamorous relationship. I'd 
honestly, I would be like, that's gross. <laughs> it's so honest because it's important that people can relate a little bit to us. We didn't wake, we didn't come out of the womb being like hardcore group sex. Like, no, we did not. No. Um, so that's why I love these stories because it shows that we can be born a swinger and not like in the, in the middle of our lives um, when we get the right push, the right motivation, whatever. So, okay. So first of all, can I just quickly ask, was it your decision to get divorced or his or? Michelle? It was mine mostly. Um, I don't want to get too much about the divorce. It just, we grew apart. We are not the same people. You know, we grow every day. We grow every second, every minute. Right. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. just wasn't working. You know, life's short. You have to be happy, right? And especially, like, going through COVID, like, I think COVID just, like, it was a big slap in everybody's face. Like, you just try to, you like, you cherish uh, things that are value to you a little more. So yes. um, I gave him many chances, and, you know, it, mm -hmm. it just didn't work. And then so we, we parted ways. We're friends now after two years of being divorced. Sometimes that's how it works yeah, out, yeah. right? When you're fighting over kids, because you're child-free also. You don't have children, yeah. right? You don't want children either, yeah. Um, which is funny, because I'm like, I love that I found my other child-free friends, because I'm like, hey, we're all the ones that can go to the fucking club on a Tuesday night. <laughs> you know, at, at a, like, at a last minute, you're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? You know? And I, uh, honestly, with the strict household I grew up in, like, I was watching some TikToks, like, I grew up in a not a strict Muslim, but a Muslim Pakistani household. You don't talk about sex. When there's a sex scene on TV, you have to close your eyes. Yeah. You know, you have to look away. You don't, like, that's what I grew up in. Were you a bit of a rebel back then or only later no, in life? No, only later in life. Like, I lost my virginity at the age of 19. Okay. Wow. One of my best friends, he's a guy. And uh, he used to work at Second Cup. So one time I like took my, you know, mom's car and I went to second cup and I met my female friends there and my guy friend there. And then my dad was driving by and saw my mom's car there and he stopped and he like went into the store, the second cup and was calling me a whore. And he was like, I'm going to drop you off on Young Street. Little does he know where whores, you know, are. But he was like, you're such a whore. You have a... I'm in high school, I'm like grade 10. I'm with female friends, three, four girls. Yeah. And then my friend's working at the second cup. And he's like, you're such a whore because you have a male friend. Yeah. So. All right, you're 39 and you decided to take a chance on a sex club. Walk us through how you went from freshly divorced to so, in the sex club. Um, I got divorced almost two years ago. And then, so this past August is when, um, Actually, I saw your videos like maybe a couple of months before, but I was chicken shit. I was like, yeah. and like I said, that uh, when I used to hear about the lifestyle or somebody's in it or like, you know, uh, people would gossip and be like, oh, this couple's swingers or something. Um, I don't know, maybe my upbringing yeah. or society or what. Actually, I think it's a lot society because even now when you talk about it, I know. Um, or you try to feel people or gauge their reactions, they're still not open about it. You know what? I'm not saying you have to go become yeah. a swinger, but at least be open. Uh, like, let people live their lives, right? Yeah. 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 It's a so very secretive subculture. Then I was like, you know what? Uh, I saw something on TikTok, and I was like, you know what? 
I can't watch this video right now. I'm out in public. But I'm like, let me save this and let me start following her. What was it that was like, hey, I'm going to save this video? Um, what was it? What video was it? I think it's an Oasis. Uh, no, actually, it was, um, I think it was a couple that was leaving. And you were doing a video. I think it was like at the end of the night okay. at Oasis. Like how you usually do, you know? Okay. And so I was like, these yeah. people are like me. They're just normal people that right? took a chance, that went to this place that's in Toronto, not New York, not LA, not Vegas, not Berlin, right. in Toronto, in my yeah. city. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to check this out. So I'm very lucky to have open-minded friends. So I started talking to them. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll totally check it out with you. Yeah, yeah, let's go together. And then, so since I got divorced, I've realized that, you know what, some things you just have to do yourself. You know what, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. You know, um, you just have to pull off the band-aid and do it. So one day after yeah. dinner, I had dinner with my friends downtown. And um, we are talking a lot about stuff and then they were going to go home. I was like, you know what, I'm going to Oasis today. I think it was a weekday. And uh, you know what? I just was like, I'm going with an open mind. I am going to, I don't know what to expect. I kind of do a little bit, but it's different when you're watching somebody's videos and somebody's explaining or people are explaining their experiences, right? Because this experience is going to be based on yeah. what I'm going to go through, uh, how open-minded I am and yeah. all that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. It was early August and I remember wearing a nice summer dress just like kind of walking in there you know paying my whatever $15 to get in getting a whole spiel about consent and like you know like the rules and like where you have sex where you can't have sex the first second third floor fourth floor the pool all that I'm already a very social and like happy person so I'm already giddy. I'm already smiling, you know, and I start walking around and then mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, is that? Oh, my God, that's Toronto Unicorn. I'm like, no way. Like, you know what? I can't even explain it. It's like I just looked at you and you had like this aura, this halo, these like angel wings, you know, kind of behind oh my you. God. And I was like. I was like, that's Toronto Aww. Unicorn. I'm like, I'm here because of her. And I'm like, that's a sign. Like, I'm not wow. religious. I like, right? you know, I'm like, that's a sign from the world yeah. saying like, this is, this was yeah. the right decision. The path. And then I, I don't yes. like, I, it was such a fangirl moment. I don't even know what I said to you, but I was just like, I, I approached you and I was like, I watched your TikToks. So I'm here because of you. And then I was like, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like, you're a celebrity. I don't want to, like, hang. You know, I don't want to bother you. I was just yeah. like, it's nice meeting you. And I started walking. And I'm like, are you leaving? Because I'm here alone, too. Like, you know, hang out. Yeah. And you're like, okay. But, like, I know that person's was like, like, oh, like, are you ditching me? No, I didn't want to. I don't know what you were doing. You know, like, if you're there with me. 
You were very respectful. Yeah, you didn't no. touch me or anything. You were you were very respectful of my distance and everything, which always matters to me. But I just remember you were like, "Oh my god, you're the girl," and I was like, "Yeah." Like I I was still new to getting recognized then. Yeah. Um, and so especially by women because I thought my audience, according yeah. to YouTube stats, you know, they're men. So I was like, oh, there's another one, you know? So it was cool. And then you turned out to be a normal person too, which always helped. And uh, yeah, and that, our friendship kind of took off from there. But uh, I always go down tangent. So let's stop, let's go back. You walk in, you see me, you get that moment of, this yeah. has got to feel right. This feels like I'm on the yeah, right path, I, I made the right choice. I was just like, you know what? There's signs from the world, you know? So. I yeah. was like, I didn't know you were going to yeah. be there. You don't say when you're going to go on your YouTube or TikTok. You don't yeah, post that stuff. Yeah. You don't say what nights you go. I didn't even look no. at the calendar, um, to be honest with you. I didn't look at the hours or anything. I was like, you know yeah. what? I'm going to go today. And then it's just been honestly up from there. I'm, I, I like to explore with women now. I was never into that before. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this before it's um i think the word is hedonism right it's not so much what yes. you're into yes. it's about pleasure the commitment to a, a, a life of pleasure instead of defining what pleasure and is that's right what, now yeah that's gonna be like my new yeah. religion you know and i've met so many yeah. amazing people i've introduced two of my friends to this lifestyle i've made new friends uh i've ex- Cord, I've yeah. gone from like zero to a hundred in like six months. Yeah. But always at a comfortable pace, right? Like you always felt like it was your time the first to time I did try nothing. these things. I just watched. I didn't yeah. even take off my clothes. I didn't grab a towel. I didn't do anything. I walked around. I watched a little bit. I was like, you know what? This feels nice. And you're right. At my pace yeah. and still at my pace. I love these private moments that people have with themselves. When you left that day and you had exited the building and went home and you acknowledge almost to yourself that you had done this. What was it that was, like for you? Um, if I could say like a hallelujah moment, like it was, it just felt nice. It okay. felt, it, it really honestly opened my brain. Like, you know, how you have like a bubble, right? Like, you know, those cartoon thingies. And then it just like a pin went in and it just like burst in everything. I like yeah. to call this lifestyle the- an awakening, right? And that's the only way to describe it is because it, it is the beginning of the rest of your life. Um, it is totally an yeah. awakening of what feels good yeah. inside you and acceptance yeah. for the way you look. You know what is yeah. society's always like, you got to look like this, you, yeah. you know, all this being naked is always associated with sex. Um, and so you're just comfortable. Yeah. I've never felt uncomfortable i have so much more confidence being naked because of yeah oasis and the lifestyle yeah it's 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 true um and that's why when i can i can tell non-swingers around my channel when they're writing really judgmental comments and i was like oh you you clearly haven't been to this club like you you wouldn't fit in right because people don't speak that way um and so it's interesting because uh I'm glad that that was also your start because that's what brought me in was the acceptance and the environment and feeling comfortable. The rest was gravy, right? Every, as long as I felt good when I was there, you know, and everyone has bad days and all of that. But, um, I have to say like you also convinced some of your friends to join the, the, the lifestyle based from, in my opinion, on the inner glow 
that suddenly started to show based on this this change in you. And then your friends are like, just like with me and, and, and Mr. Efrafez, I was like, oh, I'll have what she's having. You know, your friends are like, what is this place, right? So how did you, did it, tell us about how you got them to suddenly be suddenly so, interested in, in joining you. Um, I'm very lucky to have open friends. Uh, so these friends that I've um, kind of influenced to join me in this awakening are friends I've known for since I was in mm -hmm. high school. So yeah, that long. Okay. So when they're seeing uh me just being so open so confident so happy and they you know what my other friends that aren't in the lifestyle um they would ask me questions even though they're married and they wouldn't do this they they'd yeah. be like okay did you go last night tell yeah. me all about it you know um i've become an expert at voice right? notes only because i'm going to the club i can't text like what happened all day long you know what i mean so um and then they they yeah. they came with me you know they don't live in the city uh they come over and then we go together we make it a social night uh you know it's not it's yeah. not comparing it's not jealousy we've shared the same people we've no. done stuff we don't play together and i like that boundary because we're friends and i don't want anything to ever to mess that up yeah. um but we play beside each other yeah. you know we share the same yep and that probably never occurred to yeah. you before when you were in high school. It probably never occurred to you. I would stop talking to you if you talked to my guy. Yeah. Right? Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Us women were, and we, we were almost, we felt, I felt biologically driven that way. But when you are in an environment that deconstructs jealousy, in my opinion, from the root source, it doesn't, it feels more as a social construct than something that's inherent. And it feels in, good to um, now have like yeah. my old friends a part of this. And then, like I said, making new friends. And I really honestly yeah. want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for, huh? I'm going to get emo, uh, for being who you are that's it. and sharing this with other people. Oh. Well, thank you. I mean, it never occurred to me that anyone would watch. I started these videos for the sake of a personal diary, and I just can't believe that I happened to just shine the light on something that people couldn't see. And because I have a, a lack of shame about my self-confidence, it's, it's literally an inherent ability to like, and again, I can feel shame, but it's it's just i'm unapologetic about my honesty and all of that and so the fact is i was just holding the flashlight on something but because i do it so unapologetically it i think it also creates not just a vision into a world but it's through a very specific women empowerment non-judgmental and yes. acceptance lens and so when i project the lifestyle to my channel and to my viewers and then they join the lifestyle. It's hopefully with that same value set so that it continues the energy of the community that we've all created together. Right. So I'm glad to see that it reaches people and it helps people feel connected to themselves, to their bodies, to their, to their hedonistic wants, uh, is a beautiful thing. I think it reverse ages women and men. I think I've seen it in my own face get, uh, brighter just by being more in this lifestyle. So, yeah, if you're looking for the fountain of youth, it's nope. not a Estee Lauder necessarily. It's at no. it's at pleasure no. at a sex club. Or yeah. this lifestyle. I still come across people all the time that are like, I could never 
watch my partner have sex with someone. I could never be okay with that. And I, and I, I want to know, what would you say to them? Not that you need to convert them. That's not necessarily even our goal. But what's something that you could tell them that would make them understand how you, so you are? Know what? Okay I it. think it's you have to change your mentality. You have to see it like um, you have to see it as what is my partner getting out of this? And it's just pleasure. At the end of the day, you're going home with each other. Mm -hmm. You're still continuing your lives uh, together. It This is just an aspect of your life. Yeah. It's like when couples go and like, you know, recreationally do an activity together, like Paint whether ball. it be, you know, drawing yeah. or, or, or right? right, anything, but yeah. this is, let's go to the sex club and let's have sexual experiences. And yeah. then we go home and have, you know, our lives. So I think it's, it's easily done. You just have to open your mind, your heart, your body, your soul. And it's funny because um, I know that you and R give me a lot of credit for being, you know, experienced and know-how and whatnot. But I was really new in this lifestyle as recently as 2019 too. And so I I learned from the ground up and like I'm still like assessing this lifestyle and, and, and learning myself. And I think what's really interesting is I'm seeing you and R specifically manifest what I want this lifestyle to be for women, right? Is how to be so comfortable in your own skin that used to upset you, right? And you can finally live at peace and not only peace, but yeah. you can walk with some pep in your step. You can be like, I'm worth it. I'm worth pleasure. My body's worth pleasure, you know, yeah. and lots of it, right? Um, who's counting anyways, right? You I mean, have really, seen us blossom. Yeah. Yes, I have it. It's been beautiful. And I've been fucking sitting dry on the bench the whole time. Yeah. Because I love sex. I just don't have an okay. ongoing partner. I like right that now. you do so, that too. You're very positive about the lifestyle, yeah. but you still are choosy with who you do it with. Yeah. And that's fine. It's very much so. Yeah. Even if you didn't see me have sex yesterday, you saw my after face you saw that's the, the look first on my thing face i said to you right i saw and you so, outside i didn't even have to ask yeah. you if you did anything yeah i was beaming happy i was so happy i just i feel like this lifestyle can convert people and not like it's like it's like a cult or anything but what i think it offers people is a new way of love living loving and looking at the world at themselves and everything and i think it's such an awakening that is beyond sex it's beyond sex. yeah and this lifestyle there's no going back when you find your home here there's no going back to vanilla society and pretending you're okay with a dry conversation at a dinner party i will always be itching to hang out with my swinger friends because that's where the sex jokes are welcome or like the blowjobs are welcome or you know the fact that we can even trade partners and 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 do it you know with excitement and be like, oh, you're going to like it is. Ask them to eat you out. You know, like, you know, like we could actually and take that women to women combat off and just finally live in a space where women are not as threatening. They really aren't. Especially because no offense to this next statement, but a lot of us are just temporary focus, focus points anyway. So just because the focus is temporarily on someone else, it's also temporarily on them. And then it'll be either back to you or back to someone else. So it's like, it's not like you, you know, once you realize 
people wander and eyes wander and it doesn't mean you're broken, your connection's broken with someone. It really can change how open you can be too. And I think some people want to be open, but how do you be open? Well, the first thing is to find a way to feel safe, right? To be open. So that can be a story for another time. So, well, thank you so much for being interviewed and uh, we hope to get more Amelia on here soon.